Before we dive into this week's episode, I just want to announce again that Straight Up Enigmas is now on Patreon. As a patron, you can get early access to regular episodes, bonus content, shoutouts on social media, and personalized messages from me, Jaden. Join Patreon at patreon.com slash straightupenigmas for as little as $1 a month to help support our show. Thank you so much for your willingness to help our podcast grow. I hope you'll journey with us as we attempt to explore the unexplained. Without further ado, let's begin. You're about to enter into a new world of knowledge, curiosities, and high strangeness. This is a podcast of Straight Up Strange Productions. The Jameson family, 44-year-old Bobby Dale, 40-year-old Sherilyn Leanne, and their six-year-old daughter, Madison Stormy Starr, lived a peaceful life in Eufaula, Oklahoma. The town is home to just over 500 people, and when the Jamesons went missing on October 8, 2009, over 100 people engaged in the search. The family had recently been looking to buy 40 acres of land near Red Oak, Oklahoma, where they planned to live inside a storage shed they already owned. Witnesses saw the Jamesons in the area, but the family never returned from the woods. After a few days, family reported them as missing, and eight days later, the family's truck was found alongside the road in Latimer County, about an hour drive from the Jameson home. There didn't appear to be signs of a struggle. Wallets, cell phones, clothing, and Sherilyn's purse were found inside, as well as the family dog, Macy, who was nearly starved but alive in the back seat. Investigators also recovered the Jamesons' IDs, phones, GPS, and $32,000 in cash under the driver's seat. On Bobby's phone, the last known picture of Madison was found, believed to have been taken on the day the family went missing. However, no one can explain how this photo was taken with Bobby's phone that was later found inside the abandoned car. Back at the Eufaula house, investigators uncovered a quote, witch's Bible, as well as suspicious inscriptions scrawled on the inside of the family's storage containers. With no leads, the case went cold. Nothing was found until four years later, when on November 16, 2013, the bodies of two adults and a child were found. Two deer hunters were scouting in Red Oak, three miles from where the Jameson's pickup truck was found, when they discovered bone fragments, bits of clothing, shoes, and teeth. The bodies were confirmed to be those of Bobby, Sherilyn, and Madison. Unfortunately, the environment in which the corpses had been in made it impossible to identify their causes of death. However, despite the advanced state of decomposition, the coroner was able to identify a hole in Bobby's skull, possibly from a bullet. Numerous theories have come up over the years, although nothing has ever been substantiated and no arrests have ever been made in this case. 
Some people in the town believed Bobby and Sherilyn were involved in a crystal meth deal gone wrong, since the Red Oak Mountain region of Oklahoma is a central hub for meth production. The Jamisons had also recently had a run-in with a white supremacist they kicked out of their home. Not only that, but Bobby Jameson had an ongoing feud with his father, who had ties to the Mafia, and had taken out a restraining order against him. Perhaps the strangest theory, though, came from the local pastor. The family had gone to him prior to the disappearance, concerned about spirits entering their home. Bobby even asked the pastor for bullets capable of shooting demons. Although it was thought to be a joke at the time, many people in the town, including Sherilyn's own mother, firmly believed the Jamesons had gotten caught up with some kind of religious cult. What really happened to the Jameson family? Were they murdered by drug dealers or hitmen hired by Bobby's father? Were they possessed by evil spirits and driven to a gruesome end? Stay with me as we explore the mystery of the Jameson family murders. I'm Jaden McKell, and you're listening to Straight Up Enigmas. Who exactly were Bobby and Sherilyn Jameson? Let's observe just a few interesting aspects of the Jamesons' lives leading up to their disappearance and later deaths. First, neither Bobby nor Sherilyn had a job, and both were receiving disability checks. In 2003, Bobby was in a car accident, leaving him with chronic back pain for which he took medication. Both Bobby and Sherilyn reportedly suffered from bouts of depression. Sherilyn's had deepened after the death of her sister Marla two years before their disappearance. She had died from a bee sting on her tongue, leaving Sherilyn understandably devastated. Sherilyn was also bipolar and regularly off her medication. Second, according to Sherilyn's mother, Connie, Bobby and Sherilyn were struggling financially. On one occasion, while Sherilyn's mother was at her daughter's house, she overheard Bobby telling his wife he knew how to get more money, but he didn't want to involve her in it. To make matters worse, Sherilyn's son from a previous relationship, Colton Mangum, went to live with his father in Oklahoma City weeks before their disappearance. This reportedly worsened their finances because Sherilyn stopped receiving child support. During the initial investigation, a detective working on the case characterized Bobby and Sherilyn as scammers. The Jamesons were suing three people over a car accident in 2005. Additionally, Madison had been taken out of kindergarten and the parents were taking legal action against the school. Third, Bobby had worked for many years at his father's gas station for free. His father had promised to make him half-owner when he was older, but did not fulfill the promise. Months before he disappeared, 
Bobby sued his father, Bob Dean Jameson, for $10,000. Bobby Dale had also filed for a restraining order against his father, claiming the 67-year-old man was a danger to his family. On the request, Bobby also claimed to be constantly threatened by his father and that he had tried to kill him twice, on November 1st, 2008, by hitting him with his car, and again in late April 2009. Bob Dean was accused of being involved with, quote, prostitutes, gangs, and meth. Starlet Jameson, Bob Dean's wife, who he had recently divorced after 40 years of marriage, stayed with her son and Sherilyn shortly before they went missing. She attested to the fact that Bob Dean was threatening the family so much that she installed security cameras in their home. The court ended up dismissing the request. Bob Dean died two months after the family went missing. Fourth, in the months leading up to the family's disappearance, Bobby and Sherilyn's behavior was a bit unusual. According to friends, the two adults seemed to look emaciated. Some people also claimed that they would regularly carry large amounts of cash on them. There are so many clues in the Jamesons' case, but they all point in different directions. Some believe the answer is very simple, despite it being one of the most famous unsolved cases in the United States. However, their family members and many theorists are certain that the case is much more complex, maintaining that they were murdered. Let's now look at 10 possible theories of what could have happened to the Jamesons. Number 1. They were victims of a satanic cult. After the Jameson family disappearance, police searched the Eufaula home and recovered a strange security video taken outside the Jameson home the night they left. In the video, the couple is seen going back and forth between their house and truck, packing up their belongings. While some propose the couple's slow movements in the video indicate drug use, others allege an unknown person was present during the recording. Sherilyn's mother, Connie, told police she believes a religious cult could be behind the killings. Quote, Just like I've said from the very beginning, I think somebody killed them. There's just no way that Bobby and Sherilyn would ever let anything happen to Madison unless something had been done to them. Sherilyn's mother claimed the family was on an Oklahoma cult hit list. Number 2. According to the family pastor, Gary Brandon, they were engaged in, quote, spiritual warfare and lost. During the investigation, Brandon came forward and revealed the Jamesons believed their house was haunted. They said there were three to four spirits living in their home, including two children, Emily and Michael. Madison was said to regularly speak to Emily's sister, who had wings. Bobby told Brandon he had a satanic Bible and later asked the pastor for special bullets to help with an exorcism because his home was possessed and he had, quote, two to four ghosts on the roof. Sherilyn, on the other hand, didn't mind them since she thought she could exorcise demons. When police discovered the satanic Bible at the Jameson home, Sherilyn's friend Nikki Shenold claimed they both liked witches but bought the Bible as a joke. However, Bobby had confessed to Brandon that he had read it, leading some people to believe that witchcraft may have been a factor in their deaths. Number 3. 
Also, during the first investigation of the Jameson home, police found messages inscribed on family storage units, such as, quote, three cats killed to date by people in this area. Witches don't like their black cat killed. It was believed that Sherilyn had written this in response to neighbors poisoning her cats. Number three, a former border and white supremacist or a complete stranger killed them. One of the first suspects in the case was Kenneth Bellows. Bellows had lived with the Jamesons months before they went missing, and while at the house, he offended Sherilyn by speaking badly about Native Americans, claiming white people were superior. Sherilyn did not take this well as she had Native American blood. She threatened Bellows by pointing her gun at him and forcing him to leave their home. Bellows was investigated but soon cleared. Nikki Shenold, a family friend, believes the Jamesons may have upset someone in the mountains. She revealed that Sherilyn had written love and peace messages over satanic worshipping ones on a car wreck near the place they went missing used for shooting practice. We'll be back right after this. Hi, I'm Sophia. And I'm Andrea. Welcome to the Tiny Morbid Fantasies podcast. Tiny Morbid Fantasies are involuntary, subconscious thoughts that flash through your mind. Sometimes referred to as the call of the void, these intrusive thoughts can be disturbing or inappropriate. Thoughts like driving into oncoming traffic or jumping when you're standing near a ledge. You know you would never act on them, but for some reason, they cross your mind anyway. This podcast showcases our collection of short stories based on those thoughts. In addition to our stories, we would like to hear your tiny morbid fantasies. Number four, they were going into witness protection. When the Jamesons disappeared, investigators found no concrete evidence of what happened to them. Theorists proposed federal officials brought the Jamesons into the witness protection program, claiming Bobby and Sherilyn could have been informants for a government case against local meth dealers. Bobby and Sherilyn had removed Madison from school shortly before their disappearance. Bobby also maintained in the formal petition against his father that he and his family were severely scared for their lives at all times. Authorities found no signs of a struggle at the recovered Jameson truck, further propelling theorists to claim the Jamesons willingly went with an unknown party, perhaps the federal marshals. Number five, Bobby's father made good on his threats. Six months before the Jamesons disappeared, Bobby filed a petition against his father, Bobby Sr., alleging his father threatened to kill him on multiple occasions. Sherilyn's mother, Connie, supported Bobby's accusations, saying that Bob had a temper and had money. She also relayed rumors of Bob Sr.'s connections to the Mexican Mafia. Eventually, the police cleared Bob Sr. of suspicion after his alibi checked out. Number six, 
it was a meth deal gone wrong. When authorities found the Jamesons' abandoned truck, they discovered $32,000 stashed under the front driver's seat. Initially, the police considered the relationship between the family's disappearance and local meth dealers but dismissed the notion based on lack of evidence. Investigators found no traces of illegal drugs at the Jameson home or in their pickup. Witnesses last saw the Jamesons in an area known for illicit drug activity, specifically crystal meth. Theorists maintain while Bobby and Sherilyn may not have been users, it's possible they accidentally saw illegal activity and members of the Oklahoma drug trade killed them. Number 7. It was part of a kidnapping plot Another theory is that someone murdered the Jamesons for their daughter, Madison. Investigators found a photo on Bobby's phone and theorists wondered whether a possible kidnapper took it after killing Bobby and Sherilyn. According to reports, someone took the photo the day the family disappeared and Madison appeared frightened. Oddly, when investigators recovered skeletons in 2014, later identified as the Jamesons, they found a dried flower with Madison's remains. Number 8. It was a murder-suicide A detective working on the case characterized the family as being, quote, obsessed with death. When police searched the Jameson truck, they found Sherilyn's gun missing. They also discovered an aggressive 11-page hate letter from Sherilyn to her husband. In a later interview, Sherilyn's mother described her daughter as bipolar and confirmed Bobby frequently took prescription painkillers for a persistent back injury. Both, it was later revealed, suffered from depression. At one point, police considered Sherilyn had killed her husband and daughter before killing herself but have refrained from drawing definite conclusions. Number 9. They were disoriented from carbon monoxide. Some Redditors who studied the Jameson family's disappearance and death think it's possible the family might have been exposed to a carbon monoxide leak while sleeping in their car. Carbon monoxide poisoning can cause confusion. Theoretically, the disoriented family could have wandered into the mountainous terrain and later died from natural elements. In 2013, deer hunters found the bodies less than three miles away from their truck, and police later confirmed there were no signs of foul play. However, medical examiners ruled the cause of death as unknown due to the level of decomposition but could not rule out disease or trauma. Number 10. It was a total accident. Other theorists have suggested that the family simply wandered away from the car but simply got lost and died from rigorous mountain elements. Authorities believed the Jamesons intended to return to the pickup truck as all their personal effects were still in the car. In addition to wallets, IDs, and a large sum of hidden cash, investigators reported the truck contained bags of clothes and the family dog. News reports indicated heavy rains around the time of the Jameson family's disappearance. The Latimer County Sheriff remained skeptical the inclement weather could have caused their deaths. Nine years after the Jamesons went missing, and five years after their remains were found, there are still no answers to what actually happened. 
Pastor Gary Brandon has moved away from Eufaula and has never spoken about the incident again. The murders of the members of the Jameson family are shrouded in mystery. What happened to this family? Was it a drug deal gone wrong? Evil spirits? A kidnapping? What do you think? Find us on Instagram at Straight Up Enigmas or Twitter at Straight Enigmas and let us know. You can also contact us through email at straightupenigmas at gmail.com or through our website, straightupenigmas.home.blog. If you like the show, please remember to hop onto Apple Music to give us a five-star rating. It really helps the podcast. Thanks for listening, everyone, and we'll see you next time on Straight Up Enigmas.